Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Kids these days, am I right? You know, I can say this because a lot of them aren't here. They're going to be at the second service. I can say whatever I want about kids. The thing I'm going to say is this. They don't know how good they have it. They just don't. Saturday morning cartoons in my day... You didn't get to stream them. You didn't get to pick what show you wanted to watch when. You had to wait for your favorite cartoons. I had to wait to watch the Power Rangers. I had to wait to watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had to wait through the commercials in between. I know, terrible, right? Tortured existence I had. But as a parent, I'm actually thankful. Because I remember when I'd see those commercials, it put the ideas in my head. Pretty soon I was asking my parents to eat at my least favorite restaurants because they had the cool toys. You know, yeah, I don't like McDonald's, but they got mini Beanie Babies, Mom. We gotta eat at McDonald's every day now, right? So I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. My kids also never had the the agony of having to sit through a full two-minute theme song introducing the show. You can't just skip right through it like they let you do now. The important thing is this, those theme songs were key because theme songs told you all about the show. They introduced major characters and plot lines. It was from those theme songs that I learned that Leonardo's a leader and Donatello does machines, that Raphael is cool but rude, give me a break, but Michelangelo is a party dude. Right? I I knew who my turtle friends were before I even saw the show begin. Today, as I sit here, as I ponder the song that we just sang, to me it echoes like a theme song. A theme song not just for the season of Advent, a theme song for all days of the year. A theme song from Mary. A song we call the Magnificat. And it does all the things a good theme song does. It introduces major characters like Mary herself or the Mighty One. It introduces us to plot lines. It tells us what to expect, that blessedness is her name, and through her, the world was going to be turned on its head. It gives us themes of radical justice and upheaval for the lowly. This This is a beautiful theme song for us on our third Sunday in Advent. But even more amazing is it's not the first, it's not the only song in this gospel. In fact, there are two more that follow right after. Zechariah challenges himself to sing his own song, a song called the Benedictus, a song giving praise for the child that will guide our feet in the way of peace. Amen. After that, we get Simeon's song, Nunc Dimittis, which is a thanksgiving for the child presented at the temple. And each of these songs is rich with common themes that dance throughout. Themes of power, themes of upheaval, themes of spirit-filled thanksgiving for that which God is up to. But if we're honest, Mary's theme stands above the rest. Her theme is the one that we hear. Her theme is the one that we ourselves sing. And regardless of the tune, the message remains the same. Trust me, Cynthia and I argued about which tune to sing it to, and we finally settled on the one we did. And the reason we did was because it's important. 
because the message is so significant. A child is to be born, a child that we wait for year after year after year. And this child that we wait for year after year after year is going to usher in a new kingdom, a new reality for all people, turning things upside down. It is a song so very based in subversive language, enumerating the, the blessings bestowed upon Mary herself. She says, for the Lord has looked with favor on the lowly state of this servant. And lowly is an understatement. She's lowly in her age, but a teen. She's, she's lowly in her location, but a far-off place called Nazareth a place no one would, would ever expect to find anything exciting happening. She's lowly because of her lot in life, an unwed pregnant girl. But even with this lowly place in society, she towers over others in the blessedness that is overflowing in, through, and from her. Her blessedness is so great, in fact, that it can't just be contained to her, but instead becomes a blessing for all generations, both past, present, and future because we're told that the Mighty One has scattered the proud, that the Mighty One has knocked the powerful from their thrones and lifted the lowly, that the Mighty One has filled the hungry and sent the rich away with nothing. This isn't just the song of a mother who has great plans for her, for her son when he grows up. We all do. When we hold our kids for the first time in our arms, we all have that moment where we wonder about the future, where we hope that they will live a full and successful life, that they will have joy and love. And this is that, but so much more. This is an accounting of what God was and is and will continue to do through this child for all people, subverting power each and every step of the way. It gets me wondering. I wonder what those people in power at that time thought when they flipped on their Saturday morning cartoons and heard this theme for the first time. I wonder how they responded to this girl singing this song. And the nice thing about Luke's Gospels, we don't have to wait for long to find out. Because it's not long after that you have King Herod going and rounding up the children, killing the newborns in an effort to try to avoid this child surviving. We don't have to wait too long because we know some 30 years later another guy named Pilate is going to have this child hung from a cross, thinking that as the villain in the story, he won. But he only won for, say, three days before the true victory is won. The child who's resurrected, the child whose spirit continues on. See, these rulers, these powerful people are living in fear of the child that Mary sings of this day. Because the themes in the song are the same themes that are going to weave their way throughout this child's life, throughout this child's ministry. As Jesus shows mercy for those who are poor and hungry, sharing table fellowship with individuals, but also people by the thousands, feeding people not just with food of this earth, but spiritual food that lasts forever. 
He is going to humble the proud. That's his whole, the last will be first and the first will be last kind of thing. He's also going to subvert power by being exalted of all places on the cross. As I thought about Mary's song this week, as I considered how it is that it echoes through Jesus' life, I couldn't help but be drawn into perhaps one of Jesus' most important moments, his Sermon on the Mount. And i got to be honest, after hearing this song of Mary's, I think he plagiarized a bit. I think he copied, and for good reason. Because what Mary had to offer was worth hearing again and again and again. Blessed are, perhaps we can say today, favored are the poor and the hungry and the weeping. But the greatest subversion, the greatest turning upside down, perhaps, is that very word blessedness itself. Because what Mary does today is she sets a new standard for us to understand what it means to be truly blessed. She challenges that earthly notion of blessing found and measured in earthly gain, of power, prestige, and possessions, but instead changes it to an experience of divine mercy, love, and justice. As I said already, this is Mary's theme song. This is our theme song in this season of blue. This isn't just limited to this season or this person or this assembly, but this is our theme song each and every day from generation to generation as we await the fullness of the promises it offers. Promise that indeed we pray each and every time we gather. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Because that's what Mary sings about, the Lord's will being done, earth coming, or heaven coming down to earth in the form of a child born unto us, a child, the mighty one who will rule not with power over and dominion over, but peace, joy, hope, and love. So thanks be to God for our song this day and always. Amen.